hello, this is Young Money. We're back with another episode of the Shot Clock. Yes, sir. And this is Trev, the ref. Back to bring y'all another episode of the Shot Clock for all the NBA fans out there. Let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. I mean, sorry about it. We missed it the past couple of weeks, but uh, but uh, we are back with some mm-hmm. of the NBA uh, um, NBA. So, to, to, so today, what's our topic? Shorten NBA season and the 2020 draft? Mm-hmm. All right, man, dude. So, so the NBA talks about they're going to approve um, 72 games, right? Normally is uh, how many games? Yep. 82. 82? Yeah, so, not much change. what do you think? Do you think it's fair or not fair? 72 is too long? too short or just right yeah I, I think the 72 games is too long I've always been a person who's thought like the 82 game season is too long um, you know and they can serve players energy and have a better overall season and playoffs um, and have players be healthier if they had like a 60 game season and that's in a regular year now you're talking about crunching down the season um, you're cutting off like a whole month and month and a half of the season, and you're having an off season for some of these teams that were in a bubble that's only what two, two and a half months long. I don't see how they get away with this without having some, you know, injury issues this year, which is what I'm worried about. Um, I was reading an article earlier today too that some of the health advisors for the NBA were worried about that too. It's just like there's no rest, there's no rest. You're trying to cram this season in now and. I just don't see it. I, I understand it. I get it. They're trying to get as many games they can because, you know, NBA lost a lot of money from this past season with no fans. And they're probably going to lose more money this season because they still can't have fans or at least not the capacity that they, that they would want them to have them at. Um, maybe they could do something like the NFL does where they have like 10% capacity, but they're not going to make they're not going to make a profit this year. Not gonna make they didn't make a profit last season, so I get why they're trying to have as many games as they can and trying to get some of that money back in like television revenues or whatnot. But this just doesn't bode well, I don't think, for the players. Um, but the players agreed to it. I know they want to play and they want to get paid, uh, so I can't blame them from that regard. But I'm I'm worried, man. I want I want to have the best teams healthy for the playoffs, and um, that's all I'm worried about. That's probably my biggest thing. I think it's too many games. Uh, I think they should – if they're going to do this, they should have did, like, 45 games maybe, like a lockout season type of season, you know. But, hey, I'm not the commish. Hey, I'll make these decisions, dog. What you got, Young Money? What you think about this? It's all about that bling, 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 yo. Mm-hmm. It's about the money. It's about mm-hmm. the money, right? So when is it starting? December 22nd. Uh, Yeah, right. December 22nd. Okay. Or before, basically before Christmas, right? Um, yes, sir. And and when do people start watching basketball? Christmas. Will be little before Christmas. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, man. You see the correlation there? I mean, you know, more people watch somehow during Christmas when then season start. Maybe more people watch, and then from beginning of the season to Christmas, people don't really watch it, and then when Christmas. Hey man, a lot of people watch it during Christmas. That's fair. It's about the money, man. I'm telling you, that, it's about the money, man. That's fair. Do you know? Guess how much money they would that's lose? Fair. 
if they don't have if they start next year instead of Christmas how much like two billion I've heard I heard it's like two billion. That's what I got. wow if they wait just to like a yeah they like shorten more games I don't know exactly like you could be like uh-huh. 50 games or 45 like they could lose like two billions in revenue or something like that it's around like yeah that's a lot of money man a lot of you know Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Man, man, I do see the yeah. fact that like a certain like a season like this seventy two games that uh four people went to went to the bubble, right? Especially for like mm-hmm. uh, the Lakers team and the Heat. Well, not for the Heat. The Heat are young and energetic and they could play seventy two, but for the Lakers I mean they're a bunch of old people. LeBron James I mean LeBron James is old. Bunch of old people in Kuzma basically. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, so it's, I think it's fair maybe for the people who did not make the playoffs, they can rest and the people who made the playoffs, they like losing the first, second round. But for people like the Lakers, the Heat, Denver, and, you know, those teams are, are not as fair, yeah. but it is what it is. Um, uh, but I do see there's going to be more injuries, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. It's sad to say, but it probably will happen. Um, so, yeah, but we think of like having fans in the. Uh, we'll I don't think they have more fans in the arena now. What do you think of that? You think it's safe or not safe to do that? Or? Hmm. About this NBA drafts? My bad, my bad, Jan. What'd you say? What is? Oh, sorry, man. I I, I told you there's gonna be a lot of fans in this like in the arena now. I think there'll be more fans. Like, oh, I, yes. I don't think I don't think they'll play in the bubble. I don't. I, I, what do you think of that? I think they'll be have some fans, or or do you think they can play in the bubble? I don't know. Yeah, ooh, I, I gotta read the. I haven't read the the entirety of the um agreement. I'm not sure if they're gonna have fans because I'm wondering if the players are gonna want fans there if they're gonna be too afraid of COVID or whatnot. I think they probably will have fans though. I can't see the owners approving a deal that doesn't include fans, so they can, like you said, it's all about them Benjamins, man. All about that money. <laughs> I think they're gonna try to get some fans just to get some some revenues some money. in these stadiums. Cause yeah, unless they are gonna do a bubble again and go back down to Orlando, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> They could. I don't know. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. All right, man. Now let's talk about. Uh, we talk about the the um, the shortened season, right? I mean, there's some benefits and positive to it. I mean, negative and positive. Uh, but we'll see how it rolls out. But uh, yeah, now we talk about the 2020 2022 draft. Oh, should I say the 2020 COVID mm-hmm. draft? Yes, sir. I mean, who you got? Who you got? I mean, I think the draft is pretty COVID. Not in the sense that it is... Like, not the literal COVID, but I think this draft is kind of COVID-ish because I don't think there's a clear number one pick or number two pick, you know. 
It's like up in the air. Really? Yeah. You think it's a clear number one okay. pick? Who you think is number one or number I two? I do. Pick? Who who you, who you got? I do. Who you got? Lamelo. Lamelo, come on down. Ball brothers. Ball is life. He's too talented. That's a talented kid. Lamelo Ball, man. Easy. Easy number one. Easy? So you didn't even go to Timberwolves? Yeah, yeah, easily. Well, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that a little bit later. I don't think he's gonna end up on the Timberwolves, but I do think Lamelo Ball is the best prospect in this draft. He's easily the best prospect. He can do. Every, he's like six seven, six eight. He's grown. He's he's gonna get better. He's lanky and tall enough and athletic and quick enough to be a disruptor on the defensive end. If he if he locks in on that side of the ball, he can shoot. He can pass. He has great court vision. Like. He's talented, man. He is very talented. He's going to be in that ilk that's kind of like the LeBron, like the Luka, you know, point forward type of player. That kid's going to be good. I don't see anybody else in this draft that has that type of high-level potential as he, he does. And I think he'll be ready right out the gate, too. He Everywhere he's gone, whether it's been on the high school circuit or the pro circuit overseas, he's been able to perform at a high level and compete and compete well. You know, and I, I think the biggest thing for him is going to continue to be to add on weight and strength so he can compete with the physicality of the, the NBA game. But he's been able to do that overseas. And I think, you know, a lot of the European leagues and the Australian leagues are a, can be a bit more physical than – um, the college and pro leagues here. So I don't think that's something that he's not ready for. Mm, okay. So what, what do you think his strengths are? His strengths are definitely his court vision, his size for his athletic, his size um, as a point guard is tremendous. Uh, you know, six seven. you can't teach that as a guard. Um, his shooting ability, his creation, his, his, his shot creation for his teammates himself. Um, offensively, he's he has all the tools to be a great player. Um, I think he just has to, you know, find a way to lock in defensively too, and to work on his shot a little bit. All the Ball brothers, they have the weirdest shots ever. I don't know what their dad was teaching them when he was growing up, but they all shoot very weird. But that's about how it. A how a Lamelo shot? You think it's a bit weird? It's okay. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. It's better than um, Lonzo's was, but it's still a little bit quirky. Yeah, you think it's a bit quirky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lonzo yep. Ball's shot is this. I don't know, man. That's a ball, big ball, big baller uh, shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like they all grew up, like, idolizing Sean Marion or something and trying to emulate him. I don't get it. I <laughs> saw <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. Sean. Hey, you trying to make fun of Sean? Oh, oh Joaquin Noah. <laughs> or Joakim, who knows? You know, at least Joakim has some energy. That man can't shoot to save his life, though. Okay. <laughs> Winning some of his weakness, or they can work on. For uh, Lamelo. Yeah. Oh man, Lamelo Ball's biggest weakness is has got to be his his defense. He's got to yep. he's got to work on his on ball defense, which is funny because Lazo's the best defender out of the three. It's like. If you were to do a fusion with Lonzo and Lamelo, they'd be like 
a, a great player right off the jump. They'd be like able to do everything. They'd be like a better version of Kawhi. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if Kawhi had like awesome court vision and stuff? Like, it was taller. <laughs> like, that's what you get if you did like a fusion between Lonzo and LaMelo. But, yeah. I don't know about that, but just not compared to Kawhi, okay? I mean, they have not proven anything in. I know that's your boy. Uh, I know mean, anyway. that's your boy. I, I don't know, man. All right, I, that's fair to say. I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's fair to say. Okay. Next one we got uh, let's go big now. Weissman. Ooh, seven one two thirty five. He's a big man, man. Winning him, young blood, nineteen years old. Pretty good defender, um, right? Well, yeah. Wiseman is so tough to assess, right? Like, he's supposed to play college ball, supposed to get a good look at him for most of last season, but he just didn't. He wasn't able to play. He had so much stuff going on um, with, you know, legal reasons and all the other stuff that he just never – we never got to see Wiseman, you know, at his full potential and play against all the good competition at the at – the, not the NBA. Oh, getting ahead of myself. At – the Division One college league, and it's hard to assess him. The little the amount of time that we did see him, he was pretty good. Um, I haven't heard any bad things coming out of you know his his sessions, his training sessions, or or meetups with teams. So I'm assuming he's gonna be a, a solid player, but teams don't build around bigs anymore like they used to, unless you got like a, unless you're like an Anthony Davis or or something like that. And I don't see him being that type of player. He kind of reminds me of like a, I don't know, like a. Rudy Gobert. Oh, I guess he could be kind of like a, who? Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, no. no, no, like a, like a, I think his silly could probably be like maybe a, a Mario Sotomayor type player. I guess. Okay. All right. So he's, he's athletic. Offense. Does he think his offense would be awesome? Yeah, he's athletic. He can move. He can play a little bit of defense, get some blocks here and there. Um, but I don't think he's a person that you build your team around and he's your 1A. You know, get, get him a Steve Nash. You know, he might have some – put him with Mike Mike uh, D'Antoni and maybe they make some, some noise. But, you know, <laughs> he ain't nothing special. Dang, dude. You're not, you're not very high in him. No? Yeah, savage out here today, dude. Savage. Ooh. You like you like big ball and Miller brand. Okay, I see you. All right, man. We got yes, next sir. one. Uh, Anthony Edwards, shooting guard from uh, Anthony Georgia. Woo! Athleticism is off the charts with this one, man. He's athletic. I think the the thing that scares me with Anthony Edwards is he kind of has the mold of like those players. They come out of like high school or college with like all this athleticism and hype, and then they turn out to be a bust. Like you remember, like Darius Miles, you know, players like that. You know, like it's just uh, I have to wait and see. Tyrus Thomas. Oh man, like there's so many players like him that just come out with all this athleticism, and then they just can't translate to the next level. 
Like, you realize that everyone is athletic and has strength at the pro league in the NBA. Like, that's not going to be enough to get you by, dog. Unless you're like Zion or LeBron and you're just abnormally, like, freakish, freakish. And I don't think he's that level of freak. Um, so I'm worried about Anthony Edwards. If he puts it together, maybe he's like a, a great volume scorer and he gives you, you know, 20 and five, 25 and 5, kind of like a young Tyreek Evans or something like that. That's kind of who he reminds me of. But uh, I don't see him as being like a, a superstar either. Maybe an all-star. Tyreek Evans, that's where I'm going with. Tyreek Evans, he might win Rookie of the Year just because of that. But, um, no. Dang. Dude, you're playing, you're playing Savage. So I, so I call you best of Savage? Hey, classy, bougie, ratchet. Ain't that how the song goes? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude. He's got, he's got throwing down on uh, some of our picks, man. <laughs> yes, man. sir. Hey, who else we got next, man? I mean, the rest are just like oh, free for all. It seems like right. Killing Hayes, Danny. I don't know how to say his last name. Advia, I believe. Avia, Avia. Off the today or something. Yeah, Danny Avia. Avi, Avia. Okay. There's some good players in there still. You know. Onyeka Onkongu, I think. He's, you know, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good players. The draft is coming up. It's next. It's it's this upcoming Wednesday, um, like the November 18th. So that's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to that. I think when I look at this draft, and I'm thinking about, like, Let's, let's talk about sleepers, man. Who do, who do you think are our top three sleepers in this draft? Um, man, that's hard. Maybe I'd say Ob Tobin. It's probably one of them. There. I mean, he may not be like the number top five pick. He maybe, but uh, he probably definitely top ten. You know. Mhm. He's good. 6'9", 220. He play either probably forward, right? Power forward or small forward. Either one. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty True. Strong, pretty athletic. Athletic and uh, can, play pick, can play the pick and roll. Um, finish on the rim. I mean, he looks, he looks pretty good. But he played for like Dayton though, so it's like, you know. Who's dating? Right. <laughs> so, but right. He's like one of the sleepers. What do you think? What do you, what do you got? Man, I got I got a, I got a couple names for you, man. One, couple I got to go with the Red Mamba. Drop one. Red Mamba, Nico Mannion. I'm going Nico out of Arizona. This kid, yes, sir, the Red Mamba. We got we got the the Kobe Bryant Brian Scalabrini mixture here in the in the young guard. I like him. I like him a lot. He's got he's got some grit to him. If you go back to his, from his high school days through through his one year we saw in Arizona, he's got some grit. He's got some nastiness to him. He can handle the rock. He can dish. He can score. He's a, he's he's gonna be a good point guard in the right system and if he's developed the right way, um, I think a team can really get a steal with him as their guard. And um, 
He has a lot of growth potential. He made some. He made. He wasn't as efficient as you efficient as you would like him to be in college, but um, he was a pretty good player for Arizona. They came in. They beat um, a lot of tough teams early on. He played well, and when they when they won against Illinois early in the season last year, and Illinois was a good team last year. They'll be a good team this year. And um, Nico could surprise some people at the next level. He's got enough athleticism. He's got to put on some weight, but uh, he's going to be a good player. So he's probably my number one sleeper in this draft. Okay. And after him, I got to go with the guy, Jay Scrubs from the Juco League. Come through, Jay Scrubs. Juco player of the year, I think, what, two times in a row? This guy is totally off the charts, right? Like how how often do we see players get drafted straight from from junior college? Almost <laughs> never. But like, this kid can this kid play. This kid can play. Go check out his highlights, Jay Scrub. Check him out on 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 YouTube or whatever. He can play, and this could be a sneaky steal for a team that picks him up. He can score with some of the best of them, and I think he's gonna come into the league and be able to score right off the jump. Um, and he's only gonna get better. So I'll take Jay Scrub as like a, a deep sleeper, and um, see what he can work out there at, at the probably like the three spot or something like that. Work play the three in the league and just come off and get buckets. Okay. Get buckets, young fella. And then my last sleeper is, oh man, it's, it was a tough choice, but I'll say my my last sleeper has got to be uh, Killian Hayes. I like that kid. I like the kid from from France. He seems like he's got a lot of good intangibles. He can shoot. He can pass. He he he's got he's got to, he's got to develop a little bit more. But he's really young. He's a really young player, and a lot of people don't know about him because he's an overseas guy, and who hasn't got a lot of the same hype and attention as you know, an Advia or Lamelo or somebody like that. I think also, yeah, R.J. Hampton's still out there. You know, there's players like that that are going to be or have got more buzz because they came from America. But Killian Hayes, remember that name a few years from now. We could be talking about him a lot. So those are my three sleepers. Do you think the number one draft or the number two draft is going to be the best player in the draft? The number two player in the draft? Or, or the top, do, who do you think of the number one uh, best player will be from five years from now? Will he be in the top five, top ten, or below or below top ten? Mm. I think Lamelo's going to be the best player out of this draft five, ten years from now. You think Lamelo's going to be yeah. the best player? I think he reaches his potential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, man. I'm telling you, man. The, the best mm-hmm. player in this draft is not gonna be the top five or the top ten player. It's gonna be, it's gonna be someone like. Ooh, okay. You know, you know, I don't know who's gonna be, but it's not gonna be Lamelo Edwards. It's gonna be someone else. It's gonna be. I don't know who's gonna be. Young Nico, young Nico, Nico Mania. You gonna jump on the <laughs> Red Baba train too? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> Probably, maybe, but but someone will be better. Like, remember the year of uh, Giannis when they drafted? You know, the year of Giannis, right? When they were dra- I mean, that's true. Man, uh, Giannis drafted. I think it was number fifteen. 
something like that. That's he was, true. He, he was the best player. I saw it compared to like yeah. this this rap to Giannis's uh, 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 rookie year when in his draft year. That's why that's why I think it is. All right, man. So like, if you were the uh, NBA team, what do you do? We trade up, trade down, or you stay with your pick. Like, especially for the Warriors, man. man. Like, they got they got two pick. I mean, they can do a lot with it. Yeah, I think a lot of teams kind of want to move around in this draft. The top two, the top couple of teams I I can see off the top of my head, like you said, the Warriors. Like, why would they want to keep the number two pick? I think they're going to be in win now mode with Curry and Thompson coming back. So maybe they trade that pick and um try to get a another uh, another win now type of player. Uh, they could use probably another big just to match up better with the Lakers because right now they have what Looney, Draymond. We've seen that he does he can do well guarding bigger players, but. Um, I think they want to add one more because Lakers got some height over there, um, but they're, they're they're solid at guard spot already with you know Clay and Steph and Wiggins and their guard spots are are solid. They don't really need that. So another big or like a wing or something like that. Uh, if they want to add something, um, I'd, I'd I'd trade I'd trade down or trade out and get a good player. Um, the Timberwolves, I've heard word on the street, is that they want to trade down, which makes sense for them. They have their superstar players in Russell and Carl uh, Anthony Towns. And I've heard word that they're trying to pick up Devin Booker, who secretly might want out of Phoenix. So, you know, his two best friends in the league are who? D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. So maybe they trade out of the first pick and get Devin Booker, which would be insane, right? That would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. they just move down and, you know. All right, yeah, Tom. maybe they just move down and, and they get also, out of there. Yeah, Booker, man, look at that team. That's a big three. Yeah, that's a, that's big, a big three. three. They can't play defense, but they might score like 120 per game. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Hey, ain't no team that team. <laughs> hey, they'd be, uh, like, they be like, uh, what is defense, yo? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you play deep? Nah, I'm good. You know. Right, they might not even run down on running down to the defensive end of the field of the court. They might just stay on the offensive side and just match the other team shot for shot. All they gotta do now is pick up Mike D'Antoni, and that's the ultimate offensive squad right there, <laughs> with no defense. They call Mike D'Antoni. Oh, let, let me leave them alone. Hey, yo, what's up, man? Hey, yeah. You'll be a coach, yeah. right? <laughs> Running gun, run and gun. So, yeah, I definitely think those two teams, the Warriors and Timberwolves, could probably trade out or trade down. Um, that makes a lot of sense for both of those teams. Teams looking to move up probably would be the Bulls and the Pistons. Um, I heard the the Pistons uh, really like LaMelo Ball, and they're trying to trade up and get him. But I just yeah. don't see what they trade to move up. Like Honestly, I don't like anyone on the Pistons team besides Blake Griffin. And I'm hoping they trade him to a contender. That'd be nice. Blake deserves to kind of go out on a solid team. Um, they don't have any other trade assets that I can think of besides like their own pick and Christian Wood. I guess some people like Christian Wood, but I'm not a big Christian Wood fan. I'm sorry. I just I think he's one of those players who like put up good numbers on a really bad team, and so his value is inflated, overinflated. 
Um, and then the Bulls, the Bulls kind of want to move up and maybe they can still like a LaMelo or, you know, get a real point guard to go to that team and facilitates all the other good young scorers they have like a Levine and Markkanen and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Hello, hello. Or, you know, even if they get a star to right, replace Otto Porter who just either hasn't been available or lived up to his potential and they grab like Anthony Edwards. But, uh. You back? I don't know what happened. Did I get this connect or you did? Oh, shoot. I don't know what happened. We thought it was, we thought it was just ended. You see, okay? I don't know what happened. Huh? Sorry about it. I don't know what happened. Like, I'm still here and then you're not here. There's something like you say. Yeah, so your internet got disconnect. Well, it's a, this could be a problem with your internet connection or theirs. Like, like you left and then they came back in? Or I don't know what happened. Okay, sorry about that. I don't know what happened then. I'm going to. Should we just end this then? I mean, or you're going to. What do you mean? Sorry?